Google Home. And so she basically writes those little kind of interesting bits of, of chat so that when you say something like, um, you know, tell me the way to uh, the moon, it's able to say, I don't know the way to the moon. Are you sure you want to go there? That kind of thing. Wouldn't that be dangerous? And it's like, ha ha ha, what a witty AI. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's basically to give it personality, which is really interesting because these things are meant to be AIs, but actually their personality is written by people. Funnier and she's got than Burgess. Funnier than Burgess. No pressure to be funny, Matt Burgess. Um, and Emma comes from an interesting background. She's from Pixar. Exactly, yes. Yeah. So she used to work at Pixar, and she, um, so she worked on Brave and Inside Out. Um, and she's actually became quite famous briefly on the internet for a while um, because she wrote, did this thing called Pixar's 22 Rules of Storytelling, basically codifying the Pixar way into a, a whole bunch of rules. Which sounds very grand, but it originally started off, I think she just put stuff on Twitter, right? Exactly. So she started tweeting out the kind of Pixar essentials, things like, um, I think rule number one is um, you admire a character for trying more than for their successes. Things like that. So it was really interesting to talk to her about how these rules and this kind of storytelling method influence what she's doing with the Google AI. Well, one of the things I really liked about it in the profile where she says, do you know what? You can't just write a nice character because nice is pretty boring you have to have something about them it doesn't mean they cut they have to be horrible or evil but there needs to be something about them which are, which is what she's trying to do with the assistant well it's interesting because so with um the with the assistant it can't have too much of a character so she said um you know if i gave it a dark inner secret of or sort of <laughs> some sort of conflict that it was struggling to get over then it wouldn't necessarily be that helpful as an assistant so because and, and so she talked about how the assistant is more like a chirpy sidekick Someone, mm. you know, because it's always enthusiastic. It's always into the things that you're into. It's sort, of, it's, it's sort of got a personality, but it sort of doesn't. There's a veneer to it. So I think rule 13 of her 22 rules for storytelling at Pixar was give your characters opinions. Passive malleable might seem likable to you as you write, but it's poison to the audience. But this is different in giving an AI personality because you, you, it needs to be quite neutral. Yeah, exactly. So um, after she left Pixar, Emma worked on a game called... Um, Demi Lovato, Path to Fame. I, yeah, play it all the time. Yeah, well, I, um, I hear it's great. I hear it's excellent. So she kind of did the script for that. And she actually said that as much as her work at Pixar, this was really influential. So basically in the game, Demi takes you, the main character, under her wing and you rise to fame recording songs and basically making Demi proud. And what she learned from this is that, is that in that you need an endearing sidekick. You know, someone who, yeah, is always open to your ideas, never cuts you down. And basically has a bunch of really witty quips. It's, basically, it's essentially all about the witty quips. And something else that's... It's, it's kind of the unexpectedness of it. So it's a very small team that she works on that's also part of the same team or sits near the team that does Google Doodles. Yeah. So it's this kind of weird creative arm of this massive technology company that's an awful lot to do with code and servers and processing power. But in order for this AI to work to begin with, it needs the help of humans. It needs that creative touch. Yes. Until one day... It learns how to do it itself, and then it will replace those humans. This is the, the, the underlying irony in the story and of profiling this really, really interesting person is that she's, maybe like a lot of us, working to put herself out of a job. Yes. And weirdly, she seemed totally fine about that. She was like, yeah, it's really interesting. It's really cool. And one day it'll replace me, and then I'll go do something else. So how, how does that actually work in practice? It, it's At the moment, it needs help from humans in order to be relatable and you can interact with it in a friendly way so you're more likely to give it more information and then once it learns how we talk it doesn't need the human input to help it in that conversation yeah exactly so i guess once the data set is big enough and it's able to interpret it 
correctly, then it should be able to come up with its own responses. But I think also in a way you're kind of, what you're doing at the beginning is you're setting the parameters of the personality. You're defining what this is like. Then once you set those parameters and you've determined what the sort of thing that this identity would say, then it can go ahead and, and come up with similar things. But being funny is hard. I mean, as Burgess knows. So, um, <laughs> so it, it might be a while until um, an AI is actually able to come up with just the sort of right quips that fit within the Google brand. Because this is a lot of what's about really is, you know, like what sort of jokes would Google make? It can't be too off colour or... Um, like Microsoft's it, Taybot. Yeah, exactly. So massively off the rails yeah. and went racist. I mean, Por, that's the extreme. Porte. 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 So yeah. it's a super interesting project. You can read the profile in the latest issue of Wired, which is out now, and it will also be online in a few weeks. Our oh, second, it's okay, oh, actually. It's, it's currently online right it's now. It's online right now. Yes, it well, is. There you go. There's no yes. need to buy the magazine. Please buy the magazine. Please do. Please second do.